Hey everybody, welcome to another UH Studio Architecture and Design podcast episode. In this episode, I'm very happy to introduce to you Galina Vacheva, who is my wife. So, welcome. Gaia is here. She, her nick. <laughs> <laughs> You're always confused about my name. So, basically, I have two names Gaia and Galina, and that's fine. That's introduction that I'm doing. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast of UH Studio. Today, I'm interviewing my husband. I'm called Gaia Pacheva, and I'm a leadership coach and a social entrepreneur. He tried to introduce me three times unsuccessfully. Failed miserably. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Thank you for being on the podcast. Really nice to have you. And it's a pleasure to talk to you because clearly we have a lot to talk about. But in regards to architecture, we also have a lot to talk about because mm -hmm. you being the partner of a very hardworking and ambitious architect, know firsthand the struggles of mental well-being and keeping that up to a level where it's satisfactory and allows positivity as opposed to negative self-talk. Mm -hmm. And not only mental well-being, it's mental, physical, emotional, of course, spiritual. Yes. So it's a huge variety of aspects we can look into. Um, and maybe we start by the way architects are programmed. So she means about my undergraduate degree. I had a very amazing experience, but it was also quite a tough experience because our studio was open 24-7. We had our cards and we can go into it and leave at any point. And it was great because we could work lately. Mm -hmm. We felt like a group. Our friends were all there. Uh, but at the same time, sometimes we would sleep on the couches, you know. Or under the, the table, you told me. Or under me. the table. Yeah. Or on top of the table, you know, <laughs> or just not sleep, you know. So from that age, being 18, 19 years old students in the USA in this case, um, your program that it's normal to pull all-nighter and sacrifice your physical wellness uh, and mental, of course, so you can achieve things and that's we are programming achievers and that's not wrong however we need to look into balancing that outer success and achieving with the inner peace and inner success how we can feel well and be successful in uh, our career i wish we had a class that was talking about time management a bit more because mm -hmm. probably most of the times we didn't need to do an all-nighter but it was also fun, you know, so we were of there with friends, you know, doing silly college student things. So it wasn't all about studies. But that changed a little bit when I did my postgraduate in London at DAA, because there the studio did lock at 10 p.m. So they kicked us out every night because we were there every night until 10. And then we either had to continue or, you know, most of us lived, you know, 25, 40, 30 an hour away. We did have some time to to rest because even that space, a commute, working from home, and we're going back to the idea that actually there are a lot of positives from working from the office. And it's having that mental space between home and office, which is the commute, which actually now there's studies that are proving that it's actually sometimes beneficial as well. And, and, and especially because you were cycling. So having a physical activity on yes. the way to the office and coming back from the office and most of the time we were really blessed to live uh, in a great location and we would cycle through parks and oh, it was green great. areas in yes. London. Uh, and, and that's going after AA, your first proper job in London. Um, 
where very often you had all-nighters. That period that was extremely intense for you uh, and for me as well because I was working full-time at the Walt Disney Company and developing a business on the side. And we survived emotionally and mentally because we're going to yoga classes, we'll be cycling at the weekend, uh, by the river or at Richmond Park. And that time and physical activity allowed us opportunity to decompress and the mind will stop and we'll be able to recharge. So that's very important. Always have time to recharge. Yeah, it was very important. I don't think I would have been able to go through that experience without doing yoga. I was doing Ashtanga yoga at that point and it was fantastic because the studio was exactly at the halfway point between our flat and the office. So there was no excuse. It was just there. It was very nice walk. You would Hyde go at Park. 6 30 a.m. every morning. Oh, so yes. you come back home 2 a.m., 3 a.m. and go to the studio, have a yoga class, and then go to the office. Yeah. And then have a walk in the park at lunchtime. So that's what I want to talk actually the most about. It's like what kind of small steps can architects and students do mm -hmm. to improve their well-being, how they feel, and also how productive you are. So one thing that I remember reading a long time ago was that a 15-minute walk reactivates your brain so much more than sitting in the office all day long. And at that point, I remember I decided, okay, I'm just going to have walks all day, mm -hmm. which on one hand, I wasn't that social because, because lunchtime is when in the office you connect to your co-workers, yeah. to your colleagues and so on. But I, at that point, I knew it was a priority for me because I was working so hard that I need to have that space and reactivate my brain. And it was great. You know, I'm blessed. Invite a colleague for a walk. Yes. A sandwich in the park. So create these um, habits because we're all about building habits to increase productivity. And there are amazing books in that area, Atomic Habits, and, and there's more on uh, Thrive's global website. Uh, there are research that if you sleep six, seven, eight hours a night and aim to go to bed at the same time, you are much more productive the next day. It's important to limit the alcohol consumption as well because that's affecting our sleep patterns and it's unhealthy for us. Um, so have a, I would say have a support group. Have a support group of people and explore what would work for you best. And in our case, we aim to be our support group and we're really good in giving each other feedback. Um, Too good, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> True. There was a moment at HOK uh, and even at, I used to work at another company called AHMM, which is also another one of the largest companies in the UK, uh, architecture firms. I had a friend there mm. and we, would, we found a meditation class that was nearby. Right. And we would go to it. I mean, it was the most horrendous experience because my mind would just be all over the place. I was not listening to those instructions, but it was nice. It was different. Or I would have walks around the canal or the Barbican. That's where I got myself familiar with my favorite place in the world now, which is the Barbican. So, yes, it's finding those moments. And then at HOK, I was lucky enough to work there for a bit longer. So, you know, when you work long enough in an office, you make friends. And we started having shorter lunches and having walks around in the park or have a picnic in the park, you know, pick up a sandwich somewhere. And lucky again, because that was close to Regent's Park. So mm. there was always that opportunity. And 
afterwards, I did feel refreshed. You know, I could do my job a bit better. Mm -hmm. And I was more productive. We show change a little bit and normalize the conversation around mental health in universities and um, big companies and talk openly about our needs. If that doesn't feel comfortable, I suggest maybe looking into different ways to energize yourself. But what I'm really amazed by lately is uh, this um, mental health initiative in the Silicon Valley where uh, startup founders and a lot of VC funds and uh, big accelerators has signed up a pledge committing to take care of the well-being and the mental health of startup founders. And we can do that in the architecture world. Bring the conversation to the people who are responsible because as achievers, as high achievers, most of architects uh, you are, I understand that the needs to work a lot and prove yourself initially in the career and later on, especially when the expectations are high, everyone is working at night. And if you go there and say, hey, I need to take care of my mental health, uh, that, (laughs) yeah, come on, but we need to do it at some point. Yeah, but I think within architecture, it's a cultural thing for sure. Mm -hmm. And you don't need to say it. Nobody will say that. You know, no architect in their mind will say say that. Well, you're not an architect. I'm not an architect, but I will go talk about it. There are also other ways, right? So Mm -hmm. you can go and, like we said, have a walk. And it doesn't only need to be at lunchtime. Like sometimes I'm quite tense or stressed about a project or something is not working out. I have been lucky enough to work in environments where it's totally okay for me to take, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes and just go and have a walk around the block a couple of times, you know, and clear my mind a bit. Mm-hmm. So we don't need to be absolutely present for, you know, four hours in the morning and five or six or whatever in the afternoon. Because if we take a few more breaks every once in a while. And schedule it in your calendar so you make sure you take it. Then we will be performing a lot better. Mm-hmm. And there will be a clearer mind. Yep, that's it. And maybe I really like being radical and bringing new ideas. I'm open to talk about (laughs) about it to universities and companies and introduce the concept of taking care of the well-being of the human being in that place. And being accountable about your own actions in a way of, yes, I can take a walk and I'm more important then let's say these 30 minutes that I need to spend working because after this walk or cycling or meditation or yoga or whatever it is or go running my friends so at the Walt Disney Company quite often people in the end of the day they'll pack their suits or whatever they're dressed and they will run home they'll be jogging so having physical activity is very important to clear your mind and take care of your health. Yeah, definitely. And it's like small steps, isn't it? Starting with, you know, either walk or cycling. I think that's great because you have to do it. I had to do it every day. I had mm-hmm. no choice and mm-hmm. it was great, you know. And and listen to the feedback of your partner. 
<laughs> we came to a place at some point where we were so busy at the HOK and then building the YouTube channel and the UH Academy at night and raising two very young kids in London, both yeah. of us busy with our uh, jobs. And at that point, you were so focused on succeeding mm -hmm. that you were unable to see the signs that you were not sleeping and your mind was negative and that created a lot of tension in the house and i think i just gave birth at that time or our child was younger than one year old so i was with two with a toddler and uh, the other one and the little one was six to ten months old and you would come home extremely stressed out or wake up in the morning slept only four or five hours and that was not serving our family and at some point um, after COVID, I had to let go of what I was doing so we can kind of balance a little bit this relationship. Well, COVID helped with that as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. But then at some point I had to say, listen, we need to get out of London. This is not working for us. We're having troubles in our relationship. You're working too hard and we need help with the kids. And I need to um, recharge a little bit after this tough experience. Yeah, and you say it uh, very kindly. Thank you for that. We're basically going to kill each other, you know. And the kids spoke oh, two-bedroom flat. It was tough. It was tough. And you said, let's move. And I asked my boss. He was fine. You know, we moved. We didn't think we'll still be here, actually. And we're somehow still here. But at the same time, you know, London got more expensive. So we have to be here. Yeah, now. we're by the sea now. And uh, it's the sea is very recharging we have walks so it's really about small steps isn't it and looking at that and sleep and a commitment to take care of yourself so i want to say my story with sleep i think it is overrated or i did i think in he the was 20s saying for years sleep is overrated well in the 20s though you can get away with it i think but in the 30s or like after you have a family because some people have families earlier then it becomes more difficult because yeah. with children you know before it was okay work fine, you know, sleep, whatever, right? And then exercise or not work or not sleep. But now it's that whole extra thing, which is with the family, young children to mm -hmm. boys, you know, it's... Uh, it takes yeah. a lot of energy. We need time to decompress after the weekend often. Mondays are my favorite days of the week. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about walks. So what's another small tip that you have for architects and designers to become more productive and to recharge themselves? Schedule time off in your calendar so you make sure uh, you definitely do it. Make sure you go to bed if possible uh, at the same time and sleep at least seven hours. Um, I know for some of you that might be impossible, especially starting your career right now or having a deadline and a very busy project. That's fine, but at least aim uh, after that very busy period of time to decompress, spend time in nature. Nature is very healing um, and and surround yourself with people who support you to build healthy habits together that's what we've done lately and that's my aim um to create a social circle that, that can be achievers as well but at least have leisure time and fun time that is in nature or requires some physical activity and what else if possible drink less alcohol you go out with your, with your oh, colleagues, that's, that's fine, but have a beer, you yeah, know, at yeah. lunch. You know me, I enjoy a glass of wine. I, yeah. I love wine. Uh, however, lately I'm just noticing 
that my body don't overdo it. it maybe that's yeah. it right? don't yeah. overdo it yeah because it's definitely um it's connected to your productivity the next day oh yeah it, there, i think we were reading some studies that um alcohol bypasses the light sleep stages and gets you directly into deep sleep mm. but the way our bodies are programmed the mind rests best when it passes through the typical sleep stages yeah. and if that stage is missed and you probably everybody has felt that at some point where you know you sleep a lot after a night out but you don't feel recharged and mm -hmm. the reason for that is because the body bypasses some of those earlier sleep stages and both of us we love partying uh we haven't that done much lately however it's important to have fun as well of course yeah, yeah. so bring more joy to life as often yeah. as possible. Remember we were going to five rhythm meditation class? Oh, that was great. Yeah, we'll yeah. go to Vauxhall, uh, this beautiful cathedral in London, and we will dance every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. for two hours. Um, haven't done it for ages and I miss it. There are a lot of nice things about London that I miss. <laughs> yeah. That's one of yeah, them. Yeah, we sure. were lucky to even raise our kids uh, initially in London. That was great with yeah. all the parks. Great. Well, thank you so much. And I think that's maybe a starting point. You know, if anybody has any questions about mental health or well being, you can submit them if you're watching this on YouTube in the comments, or you can go to uhstudio.com and there's a contact page and you can send off your questions. And maybe we can do this more regularly with Gaia and we'll be happy to answer your questions. Thank so. you for having me and I look forward to seeing you again. Um, take care of yourself. Put yourself first. That's all. <laughs>